Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Hey, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. I've been saying it like that since I got it, too. All right. Got a good one for you today. Yesterday, the other day, I was talking to you about the most effective weapon available to us as human beings, I think, is prayer. I think prayer helps us in so many ways. But right now, what I want to do is... I want to show you how prayer pays off. I want, I want to show you what good it can do for you. Even me, I use it every day. And the, and the days I don't use it, I feel it. The, the, you know, the days that I go, you know, without talking to him as much, I notice it, I feel it, I feel a certain kind of way. You know, the, those, uh, those, that doubt starts slipping in again, that uneasy feeling of uncertainty slips in again, that... That wondering what I'm going to do starts slipping in again. It happens to me. It happens to everybody, man, I think. I, re- I really, really do. You know, people would just keep it real with each other. Stop being this Christian, this Superman, because you ain't. You ain't. There's a scripture that says there's none perfect. No, not one. That's everybody. That, that, that cover all of us, don't it? So sometimes I think we're a little too hard on each other. Uh, with that too, seeing as how we not perfect, we immediately want to just, just, oh man, you just want to kill when we find somebody do something wrong. Especially if it go public, everything go public now called social media. But anyway, I just want to talk to you about how prayer pays off. I mean, it's called the ROI and money. People got money, call it ROI, so return on investment. People are always looking for a return on investment. You know, nobody. 
Nobody in business really gives you money without understanding the return on investment. They don't even give monies to charities unless they think it can do something with the bottom line. A lot of companies work like that. I found that out myself. Sad, but it is true. So since everything is expected to work on a return on investment, I assume because we're human beings. So since we're all human beings, whether you're in business or, or not, you're still in the business of living. I think when you pray, you should expect a return on your investment. You talk to him. You spent time opening up to him. You bowed your head to him. You humbled yourself. You got on your knees. I mean, but really we talking God here, so really what you doing ain't really about nothing, be honest with you. The little bit that you do do on his behalf, it, it, it just pales in comparison with what he does. But let's just say you want to call yourself investing. Well, let me show you how it pays off. This Because, see, for me, this is for me now, prayer pays off in different ways. That's what I had to learn. See, I was praying, but I was asking him specifically for what I wanted. I had the audacity, though, to turn around and tell him how to do what I wanted. <laughs> That's amazing, man. I can't tell you how many blessings I blocked coming my way by putting my faith in what I said I wanted and how I wanted him to do it. I want you to give me this. I want that person to go away. I want this person to accept everything you say. Then I want to go over here and I want this deal to happen like this. And I want that person to just step aside and let, let me through. And then I want that. I, was, I had it mapped out. God must have been chuckling really hard. <laughs> he had to be going, boy, I made you to be funny, but boy, you're funny now. So you're going to tell me how to do it. And you've all heard this right here. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. Well, that's what I did. And that's how we pray a lot of times. We pray. And we pray in the prayer we're telling him how to work it out. Well, here's the deal. This is what I've learned. Prayer pays off in different ways. There's a different return of my investment when I pray. See, sometimes when I'm praying for something, a situation to dissolve itself or go away, sometimes I get courage out of the prayer. Prayer provides me courage. That's just to go on and look at it, I guess. Face it. Then sometimes when I'm praying about a situation, sometimes prayer gives me hanging power. Sometimes, man, it just, I look up and I'm just handling it better. Sometimes prayer gives you laugh it off power. Sometimes, man, you just got to laugh it off. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> you tripping. Do you know what that is if you could do that? You know, sometimes it gives it gives you a show of strength, power. Sometimes prayer allows you to have the appearance that you got it all together. Nobody got to know the whirlwind, the, the tornado, the hurricane that's swirling in your life. You standing over there like the eye of the hurricane. You just And it's all swirling around you, but you standing there like the eye. You just as calm. That's what prayer does. So when you pray, man, it builds up a lot of things in you. You know what it's done for me? Prayer has built up character in me. It's made me have more character because I'm able to stand stronger on the things I say because I've been praying, because I've been asking God for all of those return of investments. I've been asking God for courage. 
I've been asking God for hanging that power. I've been asking him to give me the power to walk away. I've asked him to give me ignored power. I've asked him to help me laugh it off. I've asked him to show me strength. But you know what I was doing? I was really praying, not really for them things, be real with you. I was asking him to help me. Lord, help me. You ever done that? You ever asked God for help? And then all of a sudden a list of these things show up? See, sometimes how you want the problem to be solved ain't the best way. There's a lesson to be learned when we make mistakes. And sometimes you got to stay in that fire and you got to learn that lesson. But guess what, though? When you come out of it, you're going to be better for it. You're going to know more about it. Come on, y'all, pray. He's solid. His word is true. It lasts forever. He do what he say he's going to do now. All day. All night. 24-7. He do it all day, all night, and then some more. His word don't ever change. It's true. It works for me. It worked for you. It worked for Jake's. It worked for Osteen. It worked for Kirk Franklin. It worked for Paula White. It worked for Billy Graham. It worked for Mother Teresa. It worked for Gandhi. It worked for princes, Arabs. It worked, man. It worked for you. What you waiting for? Why don't you put prayer in your game? Watch what happened to you. You sitting in that jail cell and you struggling with it and they telling you blood in, blood out, you can't get in you. That's foolishness, man. What you mean? God can get you out of anything. Look, man, if you done read your Bible, he done got some people out of some sticky situations. I don't know what you talking about. If Daniel was in the lion's den and Jonah was in the belly of the whale, what you talking about? Where you are? You just sitting in a cell with some dudes around you talking about what they going to do. Man, you got to be real. God can't nothing do nothing. Nobody can't nobody do nothing to you. God won't give you the strength to handle. Prayer changes things, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, may I have your undivided attention, please? Uh, we are getting at the stage where voting is becoming critical. Make sure you get out and cast your vote. I'll deal with that later. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Vote, vote, vote. It's right. Told you what I was going to do soon as I got off the air. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, they, they tried to play me too. Hold on, I get to that. Carla Pharrell. You got it done, though. What's happening, Steve? What up there, Junior? Everybody didn't vote it on this show. King of Planks. Oh, vote, baby. Rock the vote. I got mine in. So here's what they said. um, I go to the polls, and they said, uh, oh, did did you mail in your absentee ballot? I said, I didn't get it. I said, I asked for it back in June. I didn't get it. Oh, we sent it out on the 9th. I said, ma'am, it's the 19th. I said, what What? What did y'all send it on horseback? <laughs> that black lady fell out laughing. She said, is this who I think? This is you. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, I said, I said, I said, but it's okay. I see. They tried to play me, but it's okay. I'm coming down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you did, uh, but you have to sign an affidavit that you've uh, that you will not send in your absentee ballot. I said I signed anything, baby. Just let me vote today. That's all. So went on, did my civic duty and voted. Woohoo! Yeah. Steve Harvey there you go, baby. felt good, yeah. didn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I'm gonna say this all day today. Y'all can get off my damn page with this Trump sugar honey iced tea, cause I voted what? Biden. 
Kamala Harris. So what y'all can quit about? talking about. So now you know you know how they go. Vote for Trump. I know you voted for Trump. Go Trump. Trump and Pence all the way. You get off my page with that. Oh, you mean oh, people yeah. are um, the comments? Yeah. They no, but they voted for Trump. No, they uh, no. That, see you. No, they don't assume I voted for Trump. That's the game they play on social media. If a celebrity says he voted, they are uh, sitting around going, "Yay, go for Trump!" Blah 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 blah. Trying to ambush your way. followers. Yeah. Oh, that's what they do. As yeah. soon as you go yeah. up, the first thing you're gonna see is Trump, 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 Trump. They do it to all the celebrities every time they vote. Yeah. You know, and then they get mad when the Biden Harris people come on. I'm just not crammed up the crack okay. of, of okay. Trump and, and hey, Pence. Excuse me. Hey, hey, no, hey, no, hey. don't call me no Hollywood puppet. I'm because I'm a thinking man. Because I, I I like morals and I like values and I like uh, diversity in this country and I like unification. That's why I ain't voting for Trump, cause he's just Listen not a people. good representative of the country. Mm-hmm. So and if anybody listens to my radio show, they would know that. But well, obviously, that crack is full. There's a lot of people in that crack. Okay. Yeah, that crack well, you know, and be up in there. That's why that fly was on his hair. <laughs> All right, listen. Because, you know, Flies is attracted to that. And once he pulled his head out for the debate, the fly went right on it. We gots to go. (laughs) Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, get ready for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO, the CLO, Chief Love Officer, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Ask the CLO. Uh, Ready, Chief Love Officer. Mm Mm-hmm. Here we go. This one is from Sherry in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. She says, my boyfriend and I have been together for two years, and I've always had a problem with his table manners. He chews with his mouth open and likes to talk with his mouth full. He eats with his fingers a lot, and he loves to lick them when he's done. Unless it's super vegetables, he eats with his fingers. He picks up his steaks and pork chops and bites into them instead of using a knife and fork like a civilized person. If I comment about it, if I comment about it, he gets mad. He's 31. Is it too late for him to learn table manners? No. Mm -mm. But now, let me ask you something. You are familiar that there are cultures who eat with their hands. True. Uh, He's from here, though. Oh, yeah. You don't know that, Cheryl. You don't know that. Yeah, you don't know where he's from. You don't he's know from he here. Is. She would have said it. You don't know who his mama and him is. <laughs> she sound like he's stopping. Sound like he's stopping, y'all. <laughs> sound like a great dude to me. Sound like hard working. But man. I tell you what, is he? It is hard though. Table when you sitting there, yeah. and somebody eating and chewing with their mouth open and talk with food in their mouth, yes. and you can see the different uh, grades of chewing. <laughs> like when it first started, then you can see it mashing together. It's it's ugly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd work with him on it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just say, baby, look, it's embarrassing. Come on now, we go out, we at home. You know, if we ever have kids, what are they gonna think? You know. But he gets mad when she says. Well, but see, you says- got you got to stop. You can't do it while he eating. See, you keep getting bringing it up. Why are you eating with your hand? Why he eating? Oh, you can't okay. talk with a man good. when he home. So that's the key. You have so to bring it up in the cool mm-hmm. of the night. You can never bring up a touchy subject in the heat of an argument. 
Okay. Who is that chewing? Who is that? Who is that? Junior. Uh, yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Okay, but Uncle, let me ask you this. When you sit down at a five-star restaurant, do you know all them silverwares when it's time? Do you know? It's just a lot of them out there. Yeah. Most wait. of I know, them. I know that you start eating from the outside. Right, from and the work outside. Your way in. And bring That's it on right, in. Steve. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you hold your hands in your lap. The left hand is a B and the right hand is a D. Kind of like an okay sign. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. This is how you learn. You you know how you like you look through your hands like like yeah. a, and put them in your lap. If you look down, the left hand is a B and the right hand is a D. The left hand mean that's your bread, and then the right hand mean that's your drink. Oh, so when you at the table really? at a buffet and you're in a circular table, put your hand on your lap and look down at the B and the D. The B is on your left and the drink is on your right. That's your drink glass. Don't drink do out them other people's glass. <laughs> well, and we not doing buffet. that way. You ever, no, have yeah. you drunk out the wrong glass? No, before? no, no. I'm talking about like like if you had a buffet dinner. Oh. oh. You know oh. what I mean? Oh. Oh. Yeah, I mean? Well, no, not buffet, banquet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, okay. you know, you're at a like banquet a style dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. where you got like uh assigned seating mm-hmm. and the table is round mm-hmm. and you sit down and you don't know which one of them glasses is yours. <laughs> Woo, that's some pressure. That's how you know. <laughs> Man, you be trying to wait <laughs> for other people. All right. <laughs> All right, we're moving on, Steve. Good good uh table manner lesson. All right, here we go. Marlon in Dallas says, My wife and I have a blended family with five kids, and her oldest son is having a destination wedding in December. I found a beachfront rental property with seven bedrooms, and my wife loved the house. She told her ex-husband that we'd found a place to stay, and he asked if he and his girlfriend can stay with us since we have plenty of room. When she asked me, I said Hell no. She told me to have an open mind and think it over. I prayed about it and weighed the pros and cons. It's still a no for me. Am I wrong? <laughs> Hell no. Hey, man, you coming to the wedding, get your own damn place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man, mm-hmm. hey, 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 this ain't no plenty room. <laughs> nah, my my ex-wife's hus- ex-husband going to be in the same house. No, you must be out your right. damn mind, partner. Mm-hmm. It ain't no way in the world. This going to work. Because well, in the, the middle of the night, I'm going to just show. get over there and start warming on you. You don't, do, do, we're not finna do this here. No, he's bringing his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't care who he bringing. Warming on her, though. <laughs> warming on him. Oh, warming. Me and him ain't going to get along, sure. Oh, okay. I thought you meant on her. No, man, <laughs> his come ex-wife. on. His wife No, man, you, that, that don't make no sense. He got to get his own place. Yeah. He got a girlfriend. Y'all going to see y'all son or whoever son it is. Spend his own damn money. Mm-hmm. All right. He shouldn't want to stay there, no way. Yeah. I know. How cheap is friends. he? Yeah. No, no, we not friends, partner. <laughs> Ever. Mm-mm. We ain't friends. We ain't finna be friends. I ain't got no damn open mind. What you mean? <laughs> there's plenty of space. It's very closed. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Steve say nothing. No, my mind been closed. <laughs> All right. I'm a very close-minded person. <laughs> All right, let's damn get, near everything. Let's, let's get to Juanita in Florida. <laughs> I'm 62 and divorced, and men tell me I look like an older Cardi B. 
So younger guys approach me all the time. I was in the military and I'm in good physical shape, but I have a problem keeping up with the 44-year-old man that I'm dating. He's into all kinds of different positions and I go along with it and then I suffer the next day. I soak in Epsom salt and use my heating pad when he leaves. Because of all the great sex, it's taking a toll on my body. Is there a way to tell him to take it easy without running him off? Yeah, you could just say, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Ooh, you too much. You know, you what you do is compliment him out of it. <laughs> Ooh. Make me slow now. Yo, you got to come on now. You got slow. Ooh, you taking me too much. Boy, I can't breathe. <laughs> you, you the best I ever had. <laughs> Boy, you finna break me. If you don't stop. <laughs> All right, I think we get the picture. I think we get the message, oh, CLO. <laughs> Thank you for all the great advice. Coming up next, it is the, it's the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, R. Kelly was beaten up. Uh, he's still in jail, you know. Well, we're going to talk oh. about all of these stories at the top of the hour. No. But right now, oh, <laughs> the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Divorce papers. Divorce papers. Let's go cat dog. Hello? Hello. Yes. I am trying to reach a Jones, please. My name is Attorney Gidry from the Mission uh, Law Firm. Is she available? Yeah, this is she. How you doing, ma'am? I'm actually trying to get some business rectified. Um, dealing with your divorce that took place, I guess, over the last seven whole years. Am I correct? Correct. I got some file-up with your paperwork here. Now, you guys had some property that you owned together, I believe, in Avondale. Am I correct? Correct. I'm looking at your paperwork here, Miss Jones. I'm still a Jones. Okay. Now, we're getting down to the property, and that seems to be where the problem lies. This is in Avondale. You guys had some property, and... You sold it as you both went and, and split your ways. Right. Um, looking at the paperwork that I have here, it seems like it was filled out incorrectly. I don't know how seven years has passed for this to come back and, and fall on my desk to be uh, to get rectified. But um, whatever the dividends were that you guys took and, and, and shared, that you're now looking as if you're owing Mr. Jones an additional $18,000. What? Is that? I, I, ma'am, I don't know. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I wanted to bring this information to you and see how we can get it rectified. Uh, I'm not looking for you to have that much money uh, available at uh, today, but I do know as a as an attorney for Mr. Jones, I must say that we're trying to get it taken care of as soon as possible. Oh, uh, wait a minute. How, wait, wait. Let's back this up. How do I owe him eighteen thousand? I'm, I'm, I'm every, For what reason? Well, the paperwork here, ma'am, seems to be... Yeah, what the paperwork say? It wasn't supposed to be 50%, 50% between you you all. It should have been 75-25, and he being 75% of the property owed to him and 25%. Oh, no. I don't know how. What, uh, you know Louisiana is a community practice, and how could he get 75% and I get 25 Uh, From my understanding that he paid most of the bills when you guys were living together and... That's don't have anything to do with that. No, he didn't pay most of the uh, bills. I worked and contributed too. Right, and I understand that. But my understand from what I have here on the paperwork, and and I understand that you had some contribution to it. But it just seems like you did not um, contribute as much as he did. And yeah, 
Yes, indeed. I never heard no like this. I do apologize, ma'am, but what I do need you to do is, is definitely not use that type of language while I'm on the phone, okay? Well, look, I don't really have to talk to you because I know I don't know. I don't owe no Jones, no $18,000, and he didn't overpay me because it was community property. I had two children for him. I left with none. He had everything, and there's no way. I'm going to pay him no $18,000. Ma'am, I hate to get a little abrupt with you, but you are going to pay this $18,000. Now, that's going to happen. Now, if I if I have to garnish your check and do it, then that's the way it will have to be done. But the money will be coming to Mr. Kirk Jones in the sum of 18000 Call her back, Kat. Yeah. Look, don't you hang up on me again. Now, if I have to put a lien on your property or put a lien on your ass, which one do you want? Look, and you don't talk to me like that. I talk to you because any way I, I want to. I don't know what you about because once I went to court, that all that was over with. You're going to pay $18,000. That's what you're going to do. Uh-huh. Now, I don't want to have to come to your house, ma'am, to pick up this money, but I will. I'm not working. I want to know how do I have to pay him 18000 See, you're not working. That's our problem from the start. That's why it wasn't 50-50. That's why it was 75-25, because you were not hey, holding up no, your... Baby, I work all through the year. I've stayed that man 26 years, and I worked. Well, what is your butt doing now? Nothing. Well, there we go. That seems to be the root of our problem, isn't it? No, it ain't the rule of no problem because I want to know how did Kirk could get a 18%. And Louisiana is a community property. He had his lawyer and I had my lawyer. He agreed to it and that was that. So I don't know how I owe him 18000 Ma'am, that's the way the problem was. Evidently, you didn't read the paperwork that you signed when you and Kirk separated seven years ago. Now, if you didn't read your paperwork correctly, this is why it comes back to bite you in your butt. Oh, no, it's not because I had a lawyer, and, and he had his lawyer. We agree with everything, was back and forward, and we agree with everything. He signed a paper, and that was that. Well, maybe you didn't have a lawyer that was worth a damn who didn't read the bottom of the paperwork himself. And I had a lawyer and thought I had a good lawyer. That, that, and I understand that, ma'am, and that happens a lot of, a lot of times. I can't believe that. And I, and I had two children struggle with him, and we got what we got by both of us work, and this he's going to come back and tell and oh, no, I'm going to fight this. When can we expect a payment starting to work on this 18000 I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to get a date or something where I can start getting $500 from you per month or something like that. Yes, indeed, $500 a month. I haven't worked. I was working. Up. When you want to sit, I don't think I should have to tell tell you all this because I need to get talk to me a lawyer because I'm not agreeing to anything because I don't think that no, it's not fair. I tell you, give me a deadline because I'm going to have to get me a lawyer. Hasn't it? I'm trying to keep my composure. As an attorney, ma'am. How do you have the right? And I, I don't have no say so over this. Are you? Are you? Have you remarried? No, I haven't. Okay. You, you realize if I don't get the money, uh huh, then I don't get paid. Right. Listen, I'm going to be down in your area, uh, probably on Wednesday. Do you think you and I can get together and probably talk about this? Because I want to help you as much as I can. Yeah, because I don't think it's fair to me. Wednesday, where I'm not. I could be there. Well, you think that maybe uh, you and I can get together maybe and work something out? Yeah, because I know I'm not, I mean, I cannot afford to pay Jones no $1,800. He done took the house from me for little or nothing. And I tell you what, I tell you what, I'll do this. I won't, I won't tell Mystic Jones anything, but only on one condition. That's me and you being able to work this thing out behind closed doors. 
What you mean, work it out? I mean, work it out. What do you mean? What do you think I mean? I don't know. Tell me. Well, maybe, you know, like I'm a, dumb. some relations or something. Really? Why would you want a relationship with me? Not relationship. You don't even know me. Not relationship, but just, you know, maybe kind of kick. Kick you what way? I'm dumb. I don't know. I don't know nothing about life. I think you know a whole lot about life. No, I don't. But why is you messing with me? I just want to see if we can maybe get together. I'll throw all this paperwork out and I'll let you know it's not possible. But, I, but I'm if you not meet Mr. me, you meet me Wednesday, I'll make this thing go away. I don't believe this. I tell you what else you ain't gonna believe. What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister Janice. <laughs> you no good. <laughs> on the air, huh? <laughs> I got Janice on the phone. I got her, I got her grandbaby on the phone. And you just got <laughs> by the whole family. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, King of Pranks. Some entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And entertainment news, R. Kelly got beaten up in jail and the guards did nothing, nothing to stop it. At least that's what his lawyers are claiming in a new court filing. They also claim they've got video of the incident that allegedly happened in August at Chicago's Metropolitan Correctional Center. Jeremiah Farmer reportedly punched R. Kelly to get media attention for himself. And while the guard ordered Jeremiah to stop, that wasn't until the assault was well underway. Meanwhile, Robert is said to suffer significant <laughs> physical and psychological Robert. injuries from the attack. And for the record, Robert is facing federal and state charges in Illinois, including child pornography and aggravated criminal sexual abuse and federal charges in New York, including racketeering and sex trafficking. He has pleaded not guilty to all charges. Robert. Oh, what wow. Robert is? God. He should have flew. He always be talking about, I believe I can fly. He should have flew. He ain't flying time. nowhere. He's in jail. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Get somewhere and sit down. Don't nobody feel sorry. Robert ain't the only one got his ass whooped in jail last week. Who else? There's a whole lot of ass whooping happening in jail. Yeah, what? that's just the one they reported. That's mm. you're right. He's you're right. And this ass whooping happened in August. Why is we? It's October. <laughs> we just found out then, about huh? it. Uh-huh. He tried to get out. How many more are coming? Uh, hey man, y'all know they whooped my ass back in August. What? This is I didn't hear nothing about it on the radio. <laughs> in a in. What'd you say, Junior? It's hard to get that message out of prison. You know, you got yeah. to put it on a piece of paper. Prison <laughs> news travels very slowly. A lot of those. In other entertainment news, Tiger King's Carol Baskin, we all know who she is. We remember her. Remember her. She announced during an interview on Pink News that she is bisexual. And uh, she might have been born in the wrong body because she grew up as a tomboy. Carol said she married Howard Baskin after first husband Don Lewis mysterious disappearance hmm mm. but uh mm. she says she could have easily married a woman okay what is, mm. is she trying to confuse us here throw us off yeah. what, yeah, what is know. she trying to do either way people Steve? come up missing fooling with her that's all i know people come up missing. <laughs> yeah we yeah <laughs> if it had been a woman <laughs> yeah 
So you're saying if she had married a woman, she would have came up missing. Come up okay. missing. Well, Don't fool yeah. with her. <laughs> well, after that statement, you done pretty much scared off all the fine chicks. <laughs> <laughs> what has she wow. done with that, that husband? Yeah. Where's Don? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what we want yeah. to know. Yeah, since you're doing interviews. Mm-hmm. That's Where's nice the tiger? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Why was you on Dancing with the Stars? That's A and B. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go. Uh huh. Where it's done? Why was you on I, I didn't get to. <laughs> I didn't get to see her performance before she got kicked off. Could she? You ain't missed nothing. Off? You didn't miss huh? nothing. Shirley, huh? Shirley, I, I I promise you, I have no idea why she was on there. I know. <laughs> she wore her leopard and tiger and lion print. Yeah. <laughs> All you know, of it. All yeah, of them. You know what, Steve? I don't I know thought, why she's I thought, called a star. Why is she I, called a star? Yeah, and I think maybe they thought she would be a draw because of all the success of Tiger King, you know, during the summer months, and maybe get her on there, and, you know, more people would watch, but it didn't I work. I think the show was struggling, her. though. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, didn't nobody like her. Now, you want to get some people to watch it. Get that dude out of jail and put his ass <laughs> Joe on Exotic. Joe Exotic. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> right through the roof, baby. <laughs> All right, Steve, time to move along. Let's <laughs> to, free Joe. To Miss Ann. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann. Thank you very much. This is Antrip with the news, everybody. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer is accusing President Trump of inciting domestic terrorism at a rally in Michigan on Saturday. The president criticized Governor Whitmer's efforts to contain the coronavirus in her state by shutting down certain businesses and institutions. His supporters chanted, lock her up, lock her up. In response, Whitmer was on NBC's Meet the Press. We are in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, in any case, she was saying that, you know, it's it's a very big problem because she feels he incites violence and other things. Donald Trump also made fun of the plot to kidnap Whitmer, which was luckily discovered and foiled by the FBI. Vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris was back on the campaign trail yesterday after staying at home for a few days after one of her staffers tested positive for the coronavirus. The senator was in Jacksonville, Florida yesterday, where she spoke to the mask wearing crowd, patiently standing in a long, long line outside of a polling place in the pouring rain. Why are these powerful people trying to make it so difficult for us to vote? And here is the answer. Because they know our power. They know when we vote, we win. Yesterday was the first day of early in-person voting inside the Sunshine State. A Lafayette, Indiana policeman has been canned for participating in a neo-Nazi web forum called Iron March. According to reports, Officer Joseph Zacharek outed for taking part in the fascist forum on Twitter. He's now been fired. By the way, most of the nation's police unions say they're supporting Donald Trump, but most black cops say those union heads do not speak for them. Election Day hasn't arrived yet, but uh, voters in Alabama have already broken their state's record for casting absentee ballots. Alabama officials say that by last Tuesday, over 91,000 absentee ballots had been received. The previous record for that was 89,000, and that was for the whole time up to Election Day. The nation's largest business lobby, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, is backing vulnerable Democrats for re-election this year. 
The chamber is technically a nonpartisan organization, but it's pro-business, so it usually and historically has aligned itself with Republicans. But, you know, that's still the case, actually, because the chamber is still endorsing more than six times as many GOP members of the House than Democrats, but them uh, backing vulnerable Democrats is something new and different. Authorities say the travel between uh, Canada, U.S., and Mexico is to remain restricted for at least another month, thanks to spiking coronavirus numbers in some places. Officials in all three countries agree that non-essential travel between the three nations will not be allowed until November 21st. Today is Multicultural Diversity Day. So celebrate yourself and your family and your background. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending political news, the United Steelworkers Union shined the Biden-Harris logo on the Trump Tower in Chicago as they encouraged people (laughs) to vote. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. According to NBC5 Chicago, the union is calling this their bat signal light. Uh, The labor union represents about 850,000 members across the country, uh, encouraging people to vote in especially uh, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Okay. Meanwhile, the union was encouraging people to vote. President Trump called uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci a disaster and an idiot and uh, just complained that Americans are tired of hearing from these idiots who got it wrong. The coronavirus um, has risen to its highest level since late July. I'm right. But he's calling people... It is Shout idiots. Out to United Steel workers. That's a cold move. Yeah. 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 I saw it too. I saw it on the news. The uh, bat light Biden Harris. That was dope. On, what your, they on Trump. Yeah. Uh-huh. Trump Tower. Bill. On Trump Tower. <laughs> what you I mean that Trump it. Tower? That Man, Trump Tower? Somebody send me a picture of that. Okay. <laughs> Will do. Will do. Why you out so bad, man? I know, right? Yeah, because he because he's telling the truth. Him. Yeah, because Fauci is telling the truth. Hey, you know what? Scientist. He won't even help on Gilligan. Sell. Even on Gilligan Island, we ain't listen to the millionaire. We listen to the professor. That's who. That's who knew every damn thing. Ain't nobody listening to the millionaire. The professor knew it all. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that, I mean, a, a respected doctor who has, you know, been counsel to all these different presidents. It didn't matter if you were Republican or Democrat. Dr. Fauci was always there for them. And now all of a sudden he's an idiot and a disaster he from this president. Yeah. How, how yeah. dare you call this doctor scientist yes. an idiot? How <laughs> yes. dare you? <laughs> the nation's leading doctor because on infectious diseases. He won't. <laughs> go along with Trump's nonsense. He will not lie to the public and cause more deaths and more cases. Donald Trump wants it to make like it's nothing. It's going away. Let's get back to work. Let's get back to normal. So he can have herd immunity Mm -hmm. come into place and he can get re-elected. That's all he cares about is getting re-elected. That's it. Yeah. And stay off my damn page talking about Trump because I'm Biden and Harris all day long. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And don't be fooled by the polls. Damn day long. Let's say Biden is ahead. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, Donald Trump dropped money into the church collection bucket in Las Vegas. Uh, So I'm sure we'll hear from Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam (laughs) right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump, in what appeared to be a few $20 bills, um, he put that into the collection plate at the International Church of Las Vegas. Uh, The president dug the cash out of his right pocket. He fingered the bills and fanned through them repeatedly before dropping them in the collection plate. The president was in Vegas on a campaign trail in Nevada as a crucial battleground state. So, mm. Mm. that was uh-huh. a, that, yeah. Oh, mm. music, please. <laughs> uh, this is a short sermon. All right. The sermon is designed and aimed at and, uh-huh. a, a, a certain member of the White House. Yeah, we know who it is. Uh, 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 a man who should have never been in it in the first place. This is so true. And today's sermon is... Uh-huh. You can't give your way uh-huh. out of going to hell. Uh-uh. <laughs> Say that one more time. Say that one more time. <laughs> Say yes, sir. You can't give your way mm-hmm. out of going to hell. Oh, you're talking now. Come uh, on. Some people think that if they just uh, 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 put something in a collection plate, yeah. that that'll erase all the wrong they've done. Some people mm-hmm. think Come on if now. you give something in Las Vegas, which mm-hmm. is a major city yeah. in a state that could flip flop or go another way. Some people think you better preach. <laughs> if you reach down in your right pocket, yeah. that'll let the left pocket know that it's all right to give to. But you ain't gonna be able to give your way out of going to hell. I can fix it out. You that. He gave you can't pull that much money out your pocket. To buy a reverse ticket to heaven. Wash you is hell bound. The price for heaven is unstoppable. You ain't going to be able to buy no ticket to heaven. You got to learn your way to heaven. You can't buy it. You got to learn the ticket on the heaven train. You got to treat people right. You You got to do for the Pope. You ain't never been. You yeah, got to give to the hungry. You ain't never yeah. fed nobody. Yeah. You got to care about the less fortunate. All your damn friends is rich. You yeah. got to give and show mercy. You keep letting punk ass people out of jail. Yeah. You got to do something to earn. You got to mm-hmm. earn your way. You can't buy your way out of hell. You yeah, he gave us sixty dollars, Pat. Sixty dollars. I just want you to know he gave us sixty. Sixty dollars ain't gonna erase yeah. the yeah. wall. Sixty dollars can't bring back Docker. Sixty dollars don't get Colin Kaepernick job back. No, it don't. Sixty dollars is what the paint costs to paint Black Lives Matter in front yes, of the does. White House. Sixty dollars. Mm. <laughs> what that Bible cost that you had upside down and backwards when you took yeah. the picture. $60 is how yeah. much orange makeup you wear in all your photo ops. $60 yeah. 
It's working uh, long ass ties cost that you be wearing to hide your stomach four inches below your belt line. I know all the tricks you using to hide yeah. your stomach. You can't buy Thanks, your way yes, sir. out of hell. Uh, Pastor, he said he gonna write that 60 off. I just want you to know that. He gonna write it off. He gonna just... write it off with all the rest of the What does it matter? He doesn't pay taxes anyway. <laughs> you going to heaven over $750. Hell, 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 hell. hell. That was cheap. Hey, Good man. sermon, Pastor. Made it All right, thank you, Reverend, Reverend Motown, Deacon Dev Jan. It is 14 days until the election. Go to vote.org and get your early voting location. Coming up next, it is The Nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, this is a messy situation. This is a messy situation, mm. <laughs> aren't they all? But right now, the nephew is here for today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Well, Shirley, we know uh, Pastor just preached that thing the last break, and uh, we we just gonna we gonna we gonna stay right there in there. You know, uh, this the, today's title is called Jim G E M. That's God's Eyes Missionary. God's Eyes. Missionary. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Clarence. Clarence. Yeah, this, this Clarence. Uh, how you doing, Clarence? This is Thaddeus, man. I'm over uh, at the church, man, Mount Baptist Church, uh, where you're a member of, right? Oh yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Okay. Hey, I'm with the gyms, man, and uh, you, you, you actually came to uh, this past service, correct? You with the who? Uh, gyms. The gyms. That's that's uh, God's eyes missionary and and basically what we do is we watch what's going on you know in the um in the church who's coming who hasn't come and uh you know i I don't mean any harm but this this if my records indicate me right uh through um my god's eyes ministry the gems uh looking at my books it looks like you, you this is your first time at the church this year correct yeah well i mean what can i do for you okay now, when Pastor asked for all the visitors to stand, you actually did not stand, correct? No, no, I'm a member. Because you're a member. There we go. Now, you you still work for um uh, you 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 work for them? Yeah. Okay. Now, what we've done is we've averaged it out that you. What is what is I mean, what is this about? Okay, that, that, I'm on my way to it. So, so you probably are you um uh averaging about what between forty and fifty thousand dollars on a yearly basis over there with. I mean. I mean, yeah, something like that, but, yeah, go ahead. What's so, the problem now? See, what we're looking at, since since you are a member, because, see, you did not stand when he said all members. See, you did not stand up, which which you right there are making the, we, you know, you, you're, you're clarifying that you are a member. And you're making about, we're going to roughly say, about $45,000 a year, which means 10% is 4500 Now, we looked at the we looked at the books. And notice that you put in fifty dollars in the church on this past Easter on, on Sunday. Now, if you put fifty dollars in, you're nowhere close. See, when you're gonna start cutting into this forty-five hundred dollars that you ought to be paying your tithes? Wait, what's your name? I, I, like I said, sir, my name is Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Will a man rob no. God? Yet ye have robbed me. Where well, in tithes and offerings? See, wait, 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 you, you, wait, you, wait, you, wait, you are. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, hold on a second. You got. You got all this stuff going on in the church. You you got uh, uh, 
you got hungry people, you got people that need salvation and whatever. But you calling me about about some money that I haven't given to the church. Well, well, see, and, and, that's, we, and that's what your ministry does. Y'all call, y'all spend all morning calling people. My 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 job, sir, as a gym, God's eyes ministry. My job is to keep an eye on what's going on at the church. Now, when are you gonna start cutting into your tie? You forty five hundred dollars that we see. This is why we can't get the extra wing that Pastor wants to put on because people like you. Wait, wait, this is why. Wait, wait, wait. You know what, man? You about to hold on a second. Um, first of all, let me explain something to you, brother. Uh, Thaddeus or whatever the ministry you are with. Thaddeus. Okay, that's fine. Listen, hey, I don't even have to explain this to you, but let me explain something to you. All right. I'm, I, this is a one-job household. This is all we do. This is a one-job household. My wife don't work, but my wife comes to church every Sunday, and she pays the tithes. Now, have you checked, as a gym ministry, have y'all looked at her tithes? Her tithes ain't got nothing to do with you. You understand? You have to pay your tithes. Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed? You are robbing the Lord, uh, uh, Brother Clarence. You know what, man? You know, that's, you know, and you wonder why people don't come to church all the time. You know, how are you going to tell me that I rob? I could be giving my tithes somewhere else. I am the secretary. I am the gym's secretary, God's eyes ministry, and my eyes have shown me that you've only given fifty dollars. You're making forty five thousand dollars. You are forty five. Some dude from the church. What's his name? Uh, uh, I don't know. That is something. I, I tell you that. Who 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 was? Yes, I have, but that's not none of their business. That's I know. I know. I know. What does it have to do with him calling people and? Asking them if they're paying their I got this. I got this. Let me let me, let me handle this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got it. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I know. I know. I know. Who 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 was that, sir? That's my wife. that has been paying. That's my wife been paying our tithes. That's right. Oh, okay. I don't have nothing in my books that say y'all paid three hundred dollars. No, we paid. Not under. If she said we paid three hundred dollars, we paid three hundred dollars. Okay. Let me ask you this. When are you going to start cutting into this 45 with a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. That is what you are doing, sir. Well, you know what? You robbing me right now. You robbing me right now of my time where I could go out. I got to be at work. I can't even go get dressed right now because I'm on the phone with you. I have to be at work in half an hour. You robbing me right now of my time. Let me ask you something. Can you bring your tax return into the, to, so I can take a look at it? My tax return? You know, I tell you what, I bring my tax return if everybody else bring their tax return. If you bring your tax return and Pastor bring his tax return, then I'll bring my tax return. We can have a tax return when, party. When will your tax return, when can you, can you fax it to me? Are you serious? I mean, I mean, are you serious? If it's not too much to, to ask for, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. The next time you do come to church, we're going to pat you down because we're going to have to figure out. Oh, hold on. You're going to pat me down the next time I come to church. And then lay hands on you. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you Are you on salary at the church? Uh, y Yeah, but what, does, but what, does, what, does, what does that have to do with anything? I need to know what you tied no, in. That ain't, it ain't got, look, look, it ain't got nothing. When you going to bring your $4,500 down so we can add it, so we can get the wing put on? I'm part of the gyms. You bring your money down here, uh, Clarence. Listen here, dog. I, let me tell you something. 
I don't know who you are. I don't know what this ministry is. I'm with the gyms. When but can hey, we expect? Man, man, I don't. I don't. I don't give a. You know what? Let me tell you. I don't care anything about the, your gym ministry. I don't care about you, man. I don't care about any of that. When you, you know gonna what? pay this ten percent, man? man. I mean, let me tell you something, dog. Just, just for real. Don't call my house no more with this, with this stuff. You about to make a brother go off? I mean, seriously. In this economy, in this economy, you talk to me about about me tied and fifty dollars. I'm trying, I'm trying to put a daughter through college. I'm trying to send a son through private school, and I can't get that done. I'm trying to keep the lights on. Over what there, do that have to do with the church? I already told you, I'm getting ready to hang up. And if you want to meet me and whatever you're gonna do and whatever, then that's fine. So I need to tell you something else about your job yeah, too. You, you ain't gonna tell me nothing about my job. You don't have to tell me I, about my job. I need to tell you something about your job. Dude, I'm gonna hang up this phone. Is man. there a man named Chapman? At your job. Yeah, I know. Yes, yeah, I've been at my job. Okay. Yeah, and he's been there too. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Chapman is the one that got me to call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Baby, you just got pranked. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Man. With the, with the gym ministry. <laughs> yeah, but somebody's getting ready to get beat up at the <laughs> today. Somebody getting ready hey, to get it. Yo, man, hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? It's obviously, it's the <laughs> Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. You play too much. It's them gyms. <laughs> I it's was feeling gyms. so bad for him. <laughs> I don't know how he ain't cuss you out. There. Yes, he was saying he was the good. He hung Christian. in there, man. He hung man. in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, see, I take offense to that. Right. <laughs> Tommy wasn't. To All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, we'll have the strawberry letter. The subject is, this is a messy situation. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, the days are counting down. There are just 14 days, 14 days until the November 3rd election. Please go to vote.org and get your dates for early voting in your state. Please do that. Don't be fooled by the polls like you always say, Steve. Listen, listen, you got to do your part and get out there and vote because it's still two weeks. You never know what can happen, okay? We're, we're, we're praying for a landslide, but you just never know, all right? And uh, we're going to say happy birthday to Vice Presidential Candidate Kamala Harris. Thank <laughs> happy, birthday. happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday. She's a beautiful to 56 the today. Yes, beautiful. All right. mm-hmm. Future Madam Vice President. That's right. That's right. Speaking That's in existence, right. Carla. Mm-hmm. Speaking I in existence. I love it. Right, mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> All right. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, on parenting, sex, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter (laughs) on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. 
Subject, this is a messy situation. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 51-year-old single male, and I was dating one of the sweetest women I'd ever met. I spent a lot of time trying to impress her by pretending to be a foodie and acting like I'm into fine wines, because that's what she likes. Sunday, we went to an Italian restaurant, and we shared a pasta dish that had a heavy cream sauce with cheese and asparagus, and we drank a bottle of wine. We had chocolate and vanilla gelato for dessert. She invited me to sleep over at her house, and I knew it might not be a good idea. My stomach isn't what it used to be, and I typically avoid any type of dairy food, especially at night. Needless to say... I couldn't sleep, and I had to excuse myself several times to go to the bathroom. I was so embarrassed, I decided to leave. The next day, I sent flowers to her job to apologize. She sent me a thank you text, but um, I was hoping she'd call me to thank me. A few days went by, and things got awkward because I hadn't heard from her. I decided to hand deliver flowers to her job so I could see her and talk to her in person. I checked in with her receptionist, and when I gave him my name, he smirked. He thought I didn't see him tap the other receptionist and whisper something to her. She looked right at me and started laughing. That's when I figured out that my date had told her co-workers what happened. I was furious, and I took my flowers and left. Since then, she called me and left a few messages begging me to call her. I can't believe she was that childish and messy. But I do miss her. How should I handle this? Wow. Okay, uh, mistakes were made on both sides, all right? You with pretending to be someone you're not, and her with telling everyone at her job about your lactose intolerance and your flatulence problem, okay? Although it, it didn't make it right, I can understand why you did what you did. Men have always tried to impress women, always, especially women that they really wanted and stuff. And at least you were a gentleman about it, you know, at her house by excusing yourself to go to the bathroom. And finally, you just said, this is not going to work. I just better leave. Uh, it could have been a whole, whole <laughs> lot worse. OK, <laughs> a whole lot worse. You know, if you weren't a gentleman, you could have just let it go. OK, and uh, I, I think it was thought full of you to send flowers well i mean you know some hey and i thought it was thoughtful of you to send flowers to her job and to personally deliver them as well what you did was embarrassing uh but you didn't let that stop you um and in life people get sick i mean they get gas they get indigestion they have to go to the bathroom that's life it is what it is she was immature at her job it backfired on her and now she's calling you begging for you to come back I think you guys, you know, shouldn't throw everything away. I think you should get together, talk. And uh, I think you can, you know, time has gone by. You can really kind of laugh at this now uh, because, hey, life is short. There are way, way worse things that can happen in life. I think you guys need a do-over. You just need to reset, give each other another chance. And by all means, sir, stay away from dairy. Okay, just stay away, just as a rule, especially at night for you. All right, you guys can can work through this. I think you'll be all right. Steve? Nah. <laughs> nah. <knew> <laughs> no, nah, they're going to work uh-huh. through it, but it's going to be a while. <laughs> this is going to be real tricky. Okay. Subject, this is a messy situation. 51-year-old man dating one of the sweetest women he's ever met. 
Spend a lot of time trying to impress a dog. Act like you a foodie. Act like you in the fine wine. Because that's what she like. Ain't that what we do, fellas? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Sunday, we went yep. to an Italian restaurant. We shared a pasta dish that had heavy cream sauce. With cheese <laughs> and asparagus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever urinated after a lot of asparagus. Ooh, lordy. Man, lordy, but it's lordy. tangy. Boy. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now, tangy? Oh, it's tangy. <laughs> now you add in heavy cream sauce with cheese mm-hmm. and you lactose. Then you drink a bottle of wine, fermented grapes. <laughs> What? Fermented grapes, cream sauce, heavy cream sauce, cheese and asparagus, and fermented grapes. Your stomach was in there just boiling. It was. It was boiling. You you didn't even have a stomach no more. Your ass had a crock pot. You were just in there making a whole nother dish. Boy, when we come back, and then he gonna talk about my stomach ain't what it used to be. Oh, wait till I tell you what it was when we come back. <laughs> All right, hang on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, this is a messy situation. We'll get back into the mess right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. This is a messy situation. Yeah, this is a messy situation. It is more messy than he letting on in his letter. (laughs) 51-year-old, stomach ain't what he used to be. Mm -hmm. Sweetest woman he ever met. You acting like you a foodie, like you really into good stuff, knowing you ain't. You know you just a fried chicken man, but oh no, you all down at the Italian restaurant. Eating, eating, eating heavy sauce with cheese and asparagus and fermented grapes. And then I didn't even mention this last time. Then on top of that, you added some chocolate and vanilla gelato because your black ass thought because it didn't say ice cream, it was safe. It's gelato. Damn near the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Just creamier and smoother. Now, here you go. You done ate it. Now, you, your stomach ain't what it used to be, and you try to avoid dairy food because your ass is lactose. But you ain't put that in this ladder. You know your ass is lactose, and you can't eat beans either. Mm-hmm. Lactose mm-hmm. can't tolerate. You can't do nothing. I couldn't sleep, and I had to excuse myself several times to go to the bathroom. I was so embarrassed, I decided to leave. Thank oh, you. Man, you see what I think wrong with this here? What? I think you went home too late. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. See, that, this, see, this was wrong late. with this whole damn love. <laughs> After you done went several times to the bathroom, I decided to leave. Dog, your ass left too late. You should have been gone. When you first went to... When you was laying in there and the covers rose up the first time, you should have took your ass home. You should have said, excuse me. But no, you done went back go. in there and recovered y'all up. <laughs> Blew it up again, took your ass right back in that bathroom. And you in the bathroom and you just in there, fine. Oh, wow. Really? Pop. 
Do we she need can that? hear the water splashing out the boat. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. No, she can hear it because you're in that. You're, the gas is loud. Wow. Especially when you're sitting down. Oh, now, you done really took your ass home so too late. <laughs> Next day, I sent flowers to her job to apologize. She sent you a thank you text. She didn't want to call you. Because she didn't know if it was going to come through the phone. So she texted you. I know you wanted a phone call, but we can't talk right now. I'm still in here struggling. I've got all the windows. It's winter time. I got all the damn windows open. It's cold in here, bugs in here. I'm trying to air this place out. I done had to burn these damn sheets and covers. I done had to buy a new comforter because you done burned a hole in it with your lactose. Intolerant. I decided. So then things got awkward because I ain't heard from her. Then I tried to hand deliver the flowers to her job so I could see her and talk to her in person. And when you checked in with her receptionist, when I gave him my name, he smirked. I, then he thought I ain't see the tap the other reception, whisper something to her. She looked at me and she fell out laughing. <laughs> then I figured out that my date had told her co-workers. <laughs> Them ain't her co-workers. <laughs> That's her uh, receptionist. <laughs> they all work together. They yeah. done heard this at the switchboard and everything. I can't believe she was that childish and messy. See, you keep saying messy in this letter. This is a messy situation. Things could have gotten messy up. Indeed. I can't believe she be in this messy. Hey, dog, let me ask you a question. What really happened in that life? <laughs> that bathroom? See, 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 we ain't really been clear about this. You didn't, see, you left a lot of stuff out. You didn't tell us you was lactose intolerant. You didn't tell us what. But so my question to you is, dog, what really happened in there that night that you said this Gary. is a messy situation? Dog, what did you actually do mm. so i've come up with a couple of scenarios no, no, <laughs> Steve. i think it's when you early. got up to go to the bathroom before you got to the bathroom oh, you ripped a couple of them off he didn't make uh, it. she heard it <laughs> then you got into the bathroom see what sent you to the bathroom was you ripped a couple of them under the covers then what you tried to do, you tried to take an extra pillar and put it between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you know, in a, in a gangster movie, when they put the gun in the pillar to use oh. it as a silencer. You grabbed that pillar and tried to use it as a silencer. But she done had to burn all this stuff after you left. You have to tell us everything. See, then oh you got in that God. bathroom, and what she heard in now was ungodly. Oh what? my God! Ungodly. <laughs> Not to mention after you left, and once again, too damn late. After late. you left, <laughs> what late. you left back at her house, she been dealing with that for damn near a week. She didn't had to fumigate this house. Ain't no lies off of what you did. She in there burning candles and then caught Thank the curtains you. on fire. <laughs> what did you really do at that woman's house? All right, Steve, we got to go. Uh, you can do a part three if you like to this letter coming up. You can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. No. Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. All right, I got it for you. Part three coming up. All right, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 
minutes after the hour. You heard him. Steve Harvey, part three of today's letter. This is a messy situation right here. And Steve's got a mess, too, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It turns out that uh, Steve Harvey has a little more to this letter see, that he wanted to share with us. I can't uh-huh. just let this go. This is a mess. See, this man right here. Yeah, see, this man right here. I can relate to him. I've oh, been over a girl's house when I was in college, mm-hmm. and I was ill-prepared for what happened because she was a Cajun girl I was dating in college, and uh-huh. she had uh, introduced me to Cajun food, Louisiana. Creole. A lot of Creole. Creole food, and I was down there eating a lot of etouffee, and it got a little spicy on me, and I didn't. My mom had always told me, whenever you got to go to the bathroom, you go home. Don't take uh, your yeah. ass in nobody's house. <laughs> yeah. what, you, what you do can't be in front of company. And so I, I went on in the house, and we, her mama and them wasn't home. She told me, watch a little TV. There wasn't nothing going to happen between us. She was out of my league, but mm-hmm. I was in love with it, and I wanted to just watch TV, but my stomach was cutting, like uh-huh. box cutters was cutting it. So I asked her, could I go to the bathroom? I knew I was in trouble. I started just going, go home, but uh-huh. she was so fine. Come on in. No, ain't nobody here. Yeah, here, yeah, I got to go. I got in the bathroom, and um, I started using the bathroom, and I noticed it was kind of heavy. You know, had really had okay. put more in there than I had ever put before. Oh, it was God. like a, a heavy deposit. Ever? Yeah, I had never, I had never used the bathroom like this before. I knew I was in some special kind of trouble. So I was in there for a while. She even knocked on the door. You okay in there? Y'all fine on her. So I was in there. So I was looking for some matches, and I started running water in there to try to hide something. I was fanning. They, they didn't have no vent at the house, so I was in there. I was choking on it myself a little bit. And so when I got up and I, I flushed the toilet, and as I was standing up pulling my pants up, you know how you wait to hear that whoosh, the flush sound? I didn't hear it. And I knew how I had flushed it. And I turned around, and Lord, have mercy, Jesus. It was just circling. And I mean, it was just circling, going round and round. And I said, and that's when I went to God. I said, God, listen to me. This ain't the time for this right here. Father God, please, Jesus, take the water. I ain't asking you to let me walk on water, but if you could just subside the water in Jesus' name. And I looked down there, and it kept swirling. And I didn't know what to do, and it was fitting to fall over. And so I said, man, I got to get some of this out of here. And I didn't know how. And so they had a trash can next to the toilet, and I just dipped a little bit of it out and threw it in the bathtub. But it kept coming. Next thing you know, I had bailed about three buckets of sugar honey iced tea just over in a bathtub. It was splashing everywhere. But it finally stopped. And the rest of that story is a disaster. <laughs> oh, it ain't even worse. finished getting bad. Oh, it's way worse. Okay. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. Uh, just swirling around. Just okay. You made right. your point. Jesus. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last week, Hormel announced they are making a bacon Senate mask. And uh, now... Here comes the chicken. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would your ideal mask scent be? If you want it to, you know, your mask to smell like something, what would it be, Steve? Apple pie. Oh. Oh, I thought you Hot. liked cherry pie. Yeah, I know, but I can't find one. Oh. We and uh, when I, and you breathe into that mask and it's hot, hot mm-hmm. apple pie. That'd wow. be good. Mm. Mm. What about you, Junior? 
Man, if I could just get since they doing bacon, if I could just get some smothered oxtails, just just with some rice and gravy. I just breathe in and smell that. Man. That's what I want. Maybe I could get Nesta one of those. Okay. What about you, Tommy? Then I wouldn't Magic City. Just smell just like Magic City. Just that right there. <laughs> Just magic How, about city. How stupid are you? <laughs> you talking about the wings? No, no, yeah, that's what you're talking. About. No, the pole. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're, we're we're talking about you know you're married. That's what we're talking about. No, 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 no. He know that. Uh-huh. I know that, but I ain't, you ask me what I want my mask to smell like. Now that right. not, not, not so Man. what. Okay. I can't have a pole mask. Damn, <laughs> Damn I mean, I ain't, I ain't on the pole. I ain't tipping nobody. Just, just a little okay. pole smell. That's all. What? Okay. Why? Why? Mine's worse than Junior's. Junior's yeah, well, I know you. Rice. Now, yeah, I ain't yeah. never seen you in Magic City, in the, but you, the reason you can't go to Magic City, Tommy. Why you why? said that, He gave all that little girl his money down at the store one time. I had to go down there. We sent Tommy to the store one time. You gonna bring some this damn in? bread uh-huh. and some bologna in his ass down there and gave all the money to the little girl. Oh, this a cute was, little girl that he liked. I was uh. a boy. So you oh, all, I was little a boy, boy, little girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boy, so you just girl. been giving away money since a kid. Right. That's why he can't go to Magic City. <laughs> he wouldn't have a quarter. <laughs> he wouldn't have a damn dollar. <laughs> and this little girl ain't looking nothing like they do at Magic City. <laughs> she was a little girl. Yes. <laughs> she was a cute little girl, you know, cute little girl, uh-huh. but you know, chocolate, uh-huh. little fine little girl. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the point. What you gave her all? You gave her the bread and the bologna money. <laughs> he came back empty handed. She said she wanted a, a pop. I said, mm-hmm. punk, pops is 12 cents. The hell did you give her all the loaf of bread money for? Uh huh, uh huh. She said, thank you, and I, I will gave her the rest of it. <laughs> this is not a person that can go to Magic City. <laughs> she she said, thank you, yeah. and you gave her the rest of it. Right. Oh, so should they lean and run their breast across your mouth, you just going to be good and broke. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> That's what's happening down oh, there, man. Carla. Oh, uh, I've been to a strip club once. Yeah, in time. Miami, one time. Oh, uh, you went in to the Vegas. right spot. Miami. Was it rope? Mm, I mean, what, 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 I went in Vegas. Uh-huh. Rolex. <laughs> you knew the name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you be so you tour you tour doing comedy shows and comedy clubs. You do no, all no, no, just, uh, Somebody club. told me about it, Junior. Stop. Somebody told oh, me. I just asked it, dog, because you know where they all at. I, I just I just I knew where it was. I'd heard about it. it you know. <laughs> So, okay, this it started when he was a little boy and he found a cute little girl that he liked, Tommy. And now yeah. he's a grown man in the tra- and it's mass. tradition I now. We were by mass. That's what I yeah, well, what yeah. kind of food? Yeah, we were. We were we saying like bacon, food. apple yes. pie, oxtail, chicken. You got on magic seed. Cold mass. You know right. what I wanted my mask to smell like. You just said it had to be some food. I told you I wanted my mask to smell like a pole. All right, coming up more of today's trending stories. 
<laughs> on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Junior, with some sports talk for us. What's going on tonight? Game one of the World Series. That's what we got. Game Whoa. one, the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, you know what? Fans can actually go to the game for the first time this oh, you season. Can. Yeah, yeah. They got 11,500 tickets available mm-hmm. for each game. Now, that's only 28% of the 40,510 people that can be in the capacity of the uh, Global Life Park. Oh, they're be spread out mm-hmm. there. No? Yeah, they're going to be spread out on 11,000. But you know what these tickets range from, man? How much? How much? These tickets go on from $451 to $17,000 for one ticket. Because it's the World Series. series. Oh. But don't they know we in COVID? Ain't nobody been to work? Are the people buying the tickets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the World Series. Sold out. Wow. All $11,000 probably gone now. And want to go somewhere, too? And we're still in COVID. I mean, you brought that up, so I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how many people love Trump. Shirley. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. They they to That's why we can't get a handle on this pandemic, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's we could have just did the World Series like we've been doing all the other ones, you know, man. I yeah, mean, yeah. We can't keep going out here, man. We're going to keep going up. Yeah. You know, well, it's, wow. second wave is coming. Well, they're going to football games right now. They're letting people go to those yeah. games. Yeah. They spread out pretty good at the football games. They're yeah. going to rallies and they're not yeah. spread spread out pretty Pat. good. Pretty, they're I not spread out crazy. at all. Seventeen thousand just for me in the stadium by myself is a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right, Junior. Thank you. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at thirty-three minutes after the hour. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump, in what appeared to be a few twenty-dollar bills. Um, He put that into the collection plate at the International Church of Las Vegas. The president was in Vegas on a campaign trail in Nevada as a crucial battleground state. So, Mm. that was, Um, yeah. uh, Mm. Music, please. (laughs) Uh, This is a short sermon. All right. The sermon is designed and aimed at. At, uh A, a certain member of the White House. Yes, we know who it is. A, 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 a man who should have never been in it in the first place. This is so true. Today's sermon is... Uh-huh. You can't give your way uh-huh. out of going to hell. Uh-uh. <laughs> Say that one more time. Say that one more time. <laughs> Say, yes, sir. Uh, you can't give your way mm-hmm. out of going to hell. Oh, you're talking now. Come uh, on. Some people think that if they just uh, 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 put something in a collection plate, yeah. that that'll erase all the wrong they've done. Some people think Come on now. you give something in Las Vegas, mm. which is a major city yeah. in a state that could flip-flop or go another way. Some people think You better preach. <laughs> if you reach down in your right pocket, yeah. that'll let the left pocket know that it's all right to give to. But you ain't going to be able to Give your way out of going to hell. I can <laughs> do that. 
He gave you can't pull that much money out your pocket mm-hmm. to buy a reverse ticket to heaven. Once mm-hmm. you is hell bound, the mm-hmm. price for heaven is a unstoppable. <laughs> you ain't gonna yeah. be able to buy no ticket to heaven. You got to learn your way to heaven. You can't yeah. buy it. You got to mm-hmm. learn ticket on the heaven train. You got to treat people right. You yeah. never man. Yeah. You got mm-hmm. to do for the poor. You ain't never been. You yeah. got to yeah. give to the hungry. You ain't never yeah. fed nobody. Yeah. You got to care about the less fortunate. All your damn friends is rich. You yeah. got to give and show mercy. You keep letting punk ass people out of jail. <laughs> you got to do something to earn. You got to mm-hmm. earn your way. You can't buy your way out of here. <laughs> Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. <laughs> One more time, Steve. Are you embarrassed? Break of the day. Okay. And uh, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, there are 14 days left. That's exactly two weeks, okay? 14 days left until Election Day on November 3rd. Please go to vote at vote.org. I mean, please go to vote.org to get your information on where you can early vote in your state and any information you might need about this upcoming election. And please, whatever you do, vote early. Vote early. Vote early. The Steve, lines are. You voted yesterday. Mm-hmm. How was that? Um, it went smooth. You know, I got it done because, but it was amazing when I got there and handed them my information. Mm-hmm. The sister said to me, "Mr. Harvey, you didn't you didn't use your absentee ballot." I said, "I don't have it." She said, "We mailed it out on the 9th. I said, "Well, sister, it's it's the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. I say, "How did y'all send it? Y'all you we y'all back to using horses?" <laughs> That's the fell out the chiller. She said, "This is you, ain't it?" Because you know I had the mask on. Right. This is you. And I said, yeah, baby. She said, mm-hmm. I said, but they ain't finna fool me. She said, I know that's right. I said, mm-hmm. I said, you getting a lot of this? She said, sir, we getting a lot of this. Mm. The, the, we, wow. This has never happened like this before. She said, I'm just glad to see that people are coming down and voting anyway. Mm-hmm. But the voter wow. suppression is in. The Republicans know how to do it. They said it in a joke at a rally. What are you going to do to win the election? That senator said, voter suppression. I mean, they know what it is. They have a system. But it's really the fix is in right now. That's why we have to vote, 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 vote. So the number is so rigged. See, he's counting on the, it being close, where he can make it where Biden or him can't declare. And then he's going to come up with all these rigged things and then going to try to get the election thrown out by taking it to the Supreme Court. And when he puts this Amy woman in here, then it'll be heavy padded Republicans and they'll vote him. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, the yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, that is that's the, the plan. plan. Mm-hmm. That is it. Yep. That's it. But we got a plan too. Come on. Yep, we do. It's called voting. See, see, if it ain't close, it ain't nothing you can say. Right, landslide. And if he don't win the electoral, he really got a problem. Well, if he wins the electoral, it don't matter what, he's back in. Mm-hmm. But if he don't win the electoral, 
and the popular vote, he got to go. Yeah, and just, you know, don't take it for granted. There's still two weeks left, so two weeks. We still have to do our part. We still have to be on top of things. You know, we just can't expect someone else to do our part for us. We all have to play a part in this, you know, and get to the polls. You know, we really, really do. We can't take this situation for granted at all. That's right. Anything can happen in two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's the deal. In closing, let me put it to you this way. Okay. Uh, the choice is really clear. You know, you can sit up and listen to this silent man- majority if you want to, who so many people are fans of Donald Trump because so many people like that rhetoric that he's talking because this country is full of closet racists. But this country is also full of people who are not. This country is still full of people on both sides who really are good people, who really are trying to make sure that social justice is, social injustice is is a thing of the past. That we all have the equal and inalienable right to to the pursuit of happiness in this country that all of us are created equal, that all of us are God's children. That is a large portion of this country that believes that. But the thing I've learned from social media, and I'm sure all of you know this, hate is louder than love, but it's not stronger. See, hate is has diminishing returns because hate costs. Hate causes you to have to not be at your level best and able to produce the hate. Hate produces negative returns over and over and over again. And you can't win with negative returns. Love is stronger than hate. Hate is louder than love, but love is stronger. Love can endure hate. See, the only way to eradicate hate is with love. But you can't eradicate love with hate. See, as much as you hate me, I still love my people. And there's nothing you could ever do to make me stop loving my people or loving myself or my family. There's nothing you could ever do. You can hate me. You can hang, lynch, threaten, steal, rob, enslave, kill, sell, pillage, rape. You can do all of that. And when you get through, my love for my people, for my family, for my wife, for my children, is still there. Hate has tried to erase us for 400 years, and we're still here. And even though this president has openly mocked and not said a kind word about Black Lives Matter, he can find out on November 3rd that black lives really do matter because black lives go to the polls. This is how you finish the protest, people. Go to the polls and vote. Do not let them stop you. Have your stuff in your hand and be ready to vote. And we're going to show them all that black lives matter because black lives count. And you're going to have to count us this November. Thank you. Yes, sir.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 